Hello there, welcome to a brand new episode of Fortune One Podcast, Navigating Life and Relationships. I hope you had an amazing weekend and I hope you enjoyed the previous episode. So today we're going to be having another story time. Yay! But before I get into our story, I'm going to lay a bit of a foundation. Now, I was having a conversation recently with a friend and he said something. He said salvation is coming back to the church. I thought that was a bit ironic. I mean, how is salvation coming to Christ himself, right? But on meditation, it occurred to me that indeed, even within the church, some still need to encounter Christ. And I don't say this spitefully at all, but with a heart full of love. Why did my friend and I arrive at this conclusion? I'll tell you. It appeared that the foundation upon which a lot of believers stood was very faulty, and that was revealed in the fruits of their words and their actions. Inasmuch as it is expected and ideal that everything and everyone born of God mirrors Christ, it is not the case, and that explains the disunity and controversies even among those in the body of Christ. Look around you, look at the conversations that you're having, look on social media, you see Christians arguing about things that we should all agree on if indeed we have the bible as our one true manual as one true guide in life there's no reason why this denomination should be saying oh i believe in this this other denomination should be saying oh we do not believe in that because we are of one body and of one spirit so even within the body of christ there appears to be that disunity and these controversies now we're going to get into the story (laughs) A friend who was born again, tongue-speaking and even leading a ministry approached me for a relationship that could lead to marriage about five years ago now. Like I said, he checked all the boxes for born-again Christian brother. So why would I say no, right? In praying about it, I found a lot of fear in my heart. Each time I thought of accepting this proposal, I could not place it, but it was just there somewhere within me. Now, I knew that the Bible says that perfect love casts out all fear. So if perfect love casts out fear, why was there so much fear in what should be the love that exists between Christ and the church? I mean, I don't fear God in my relationship with him. And by the fear there, I mean, I'm not like, oh my God, I can't talk to God. Oh my God, I can't have a relationship with God. I do have reverential fear, but my fear does not hinder my intimacy with him. But in this case, it appeared that the fear was somehow going to hinder what should exist between me and Christ. I ended up politely declining and it was in the months that came that my fear was now placed. I realized that while we were both born again Christians, we did not have the same foundational doctrines and this is so important for something as important as marriage. Now, in the church that I grew up in, my pastor would always say something. She would say it jokingly but I knew that there were several elements of truth in it. She would always say to the guys, why are you going out to bring your wife? Why are you not finding your wife here? She'll say to the girls, why are you going out to bring your husband? Why are you not finding your husband here? Now, she has no problem whatsoever with people marrying from outside and coming to church to get married. She has absolutely no problem. But she would always say something. She'll say, ensure that the person you're getting married to is hearing the same things that you are hearing, believes the same things that you believe, has the same value system that you have. There's a lot of wisdom in that advice because you don't want a case where you believe this, your husband believes this, and so someone is having to compromise what they believe just because they're getting married, especially when it comes to something as serious as faith. So she would always encourage that you get married to someone who shares the same doctrine, shares the same values and principles with you. And as we go on, you would see why. 
So today we're going to talk about three reasons why you must look beyond just she's a Christian or he's a Christian and look deeper than that. Because honestly, if you're looking for a godly man, (laughs) there are many, okay? If you're just looking for someone who goes to church, someone who loves Jesus, you're going to see many. If you're looking for a woman who loves God, there's so many out there. So it is beyond just he's a Christian, she's a Christian. Now, the first thing that we must know is that because of the differences in denominations, it is important that we identify someone who looks beyond the differences and has the Bible as their one true authority. Now, the cause of the controversy and disunity even within the body of Christ is an absence of knowledge. If you look deep within it, you would see that a lot of denominations are ignorant on certain things. And that's because they have not allowed the Holy Spirit to open them to truth from the word of God. Now, if the Bible encourages us to speak in tongues, if we see in the Bible that when the Spirit of God came upon people, they broke out in tongues. There's no reason why someone, you know, now who claims to be a Christian will say, I do not believe in speaking in tongues. And there are people like that. They are Christians like that. Now, for me who believes in speaking in tongues, if I met someone and the person said, oh, I don't believe in speaking in tongues. And so if you get married, I don't want you doing that in my house. That would be a big hit for me. And unfortunately, it's not something that I am willing to compromise because of marriage. And so we see that even with doctrine, there must be a kind of unity, a kind of alignment. So beyond being Christians, because as a matter of fact, the person is not a bad person. The person probably is not a bad person. It is just that the foundational doctrine, there appear to be differences that could cause bigger issues if we get joined together in marriage. Secondly, Adam recognized Eve after several creatures made by the same God passed before him. The Bible said that after the creatures passed before him, Adam himself declared that there was no suitable helpmate. God rather declared there was no suitable helpmate found for Adam. But then when Eve passed, Adam said, this is now bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. Each time I read that verse, it occurs to me that among all the Christian brothers and sisters, there is the man of God and there is the woman of God. And then there is the man of God for me and there is the woman of God for me. It is beyond just the man of God or the woman of God because there are plenty. There are plenty men of God. There are plenty women of God. And I just pray that the Holy Spirit opens you further to the truth of this in your heart. There's so much controversy, you know, in the church today. Even people saying, oh, God does not choose a partner for you. Some say you choose your partner and bring to God and all of those things. You know, based on your level of faith, you would have what you believe in. However, at the base of all of it, it is important to know that there are so many people who are Christians and who are godly. But then even amongst them, there is a person who is going to fit the perfect will of God for your life. And this is the person that God wants you to end up with. Finally, your vision must align. Interestingly, I've just concluded a retreat in my fellowship where we spoke about power in unity. And one of the sections that we spoke about unity in marriage and relationships. And one of the big things that the facilitator kept emphasizing on is the fact that there must be unity, there must be alignment even in vision. I'll break it down, I'll make it a bit more simple. Now, in as much as the sole purpose of we as Christians, everyone who claims to be a born-again Christian, the sole purpose of our life is to be conformed to the image of Christ. 
our sole purpose is to reveal and glorify god in everything that we do this is our one true purpose we are not confused about that the bible tells us clearly that we know already what will be when we appear before god right we know that we will be like him we will be like christ we will be conformed to the image however on a lower scale here on earth we know that christ has gifted us differently he's given us different gifts different interests you know he's placed us in different pillars of society so there are men of god in arts there are men of god in business there are men of god in politics there are men of god in missionary there's the men of god in the clergy which are the pastors the prophets and all of that different aspects but they are all children of god so now if a man of god who owns an agricultural firm and wants to focus on his agricultural business meets a woman of god who god has told will be a president of the country one day if they come together and they say they want to get married what's going to happen there is that someone is having to compromise their vision just for the other person now if god has told the two of them separately this is what i want you to do with your life and you find yourself compromising isn't that going to be disobedience to a certain extent now this is why we always encourage this is why i am always encouraged this is why god has taught me and people counsel that i have received have always said that there must be an alignment of purpose in as much as you are both christians is there an alignment in your purpose this is the reason why they always encourage young women young men find your purpose before you look for a partner because there must be an alignment somewhere now I thought this was a very important topic and conversation because for us as young men and women it's important that we do not dismiss these important things to rush into the marriage institution now I know that it does get a bit clouded when we have emotional attachment to people it's harder for you to judge rightly when you already have an emotional attachment to something which is now which is why rather from now we begin to submit to the holy spirit so that he can begin to clear our vision to see clearly so that when our own adam or our own eve pass before us we will be able to declare this is bone of my bone and this is flesh of my flesh that will be your suitable meats because there's so many so many meats okay there are so many meats however there is the suitable meat so I really hope that this episode helps you see that beyond just being Christians, you know, in as much as he's a Christian, she's a Christian, are our foundational doctrines compatible? Are our foundational doctrines based off on the Bible? Are our foundational doctrines important to the two of us? Are they values and principles that we both agree with? Because in marriage, these things will be amplified so if there are differences it would also be amplified so i really hope that like i said the spirit of god opens our hearts even more to deeper truth and that we fully submit to his working in us thank you guys so much for listening to this week's podcast i look forward to speaking to you next week this is fortune podcast navigating life and relationships love and light bye